Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan. BT is off today. We'll be back tomorrow before we get back to your calls on Tommy DeVito and how special DeVito has been playing here. And the idea, look, I could, uh, you just heard the quarterbacks that Jerry mentioned for tonight. I couldn't even repeat who they are. I, you know, Connell and uh, Easton Stick or something. Who the hell is that? Never heard of them. So could Daniel Jones be a quarterback in this league? I mean, yeah, I guess somewhere else. For me, it's over here one way or another. And why not be in favor of of Tommy DeVito, who's actually doing something right now, having success more so than a potential draft pick. Not saying you couldn't draft one anyway, but, man, I mean, to me, Tommy DeVito has been better than anything that I've seen from Daniel Jones, even with Daniel Jones' season last year in where he took the Giants to a postseason game and won a road postseason game. Just the way that he did it, it kind of felt like smoke and mirrors, especially when he followed it up with this particular season. But before we get back to that with Tommy DeVito... Uh, I did want to mention King Cohen. And, you know, BT and I have been having this back and forth with the Mets and Yankees. And while that's been fun, I do also want to make sure that you understand there are reasons why I believe in King Cohen. It's not just because I'm a Mets fan, because nobody's ripped the Mets more than me. When there's time to rip them, I will. However, and, and by the way, they're offseason like the moves that they're making now. Come on. It's obviously not going to get anybody excited whatsoever. Actually, it's to a point where it's embarrassing the amount of names that they are signing that. I've never heard of before. Now, Trace Thompson yesterday, yeah, I've heard of him, but you know what I'm, you know, you get the idea. They're signing these guys off the scrap heap, trying to add depth to the organization. That's great. But there's going to be a big move, and it's going to be Yamamoto, and I believe it. Now, that's just my belief in it. There are no factual things, aside from some of the reporting that would lead me to believe that the Mets have a legitimate chance, and the fact that I believe the Mets will have the highest bid, and King Cohen went to Japan. There are some legit reasons why, but it's just my belief that he will end up choosing the Mets. But aside from that, King Cohen, the reason why I call him that is because he actually has done something. Those of you who ask, what has he done? You you put the moniker on King Cohen. What has he actually done? A lot of the stuff that he's done, you don't even see. Whether it's building up the minor leagues, putting money into the development of players at the lowest of levels, hiring additional coaches to assist in player development, all those different things that... You don't hear about and see. And by the way, I would not have heard about or saw, but I was talking to people within the organization that explained some of this to me last year. And it is eye-opening 
to think of how far behind the Mets were and how much catching up King Cohen had to do to the rest of the league. And by the way, not only catching up, but maybe doing bigger and better than anybody else, whether it's advanced pitching machines or whatever it may be. Like I said, additional coaches, the minor league levels, all those things are huge for an organization. Then on top of that, what has King Cohen done? He's only spent... I don't know, the most money ever for a payroll in baseball history? And you could say, well, yeah, how'd that go? Well, obviously the results didn't add up. Last year, the year before, they did add up. They won 101 games, got in the postseason. So last year was a bad year, and spending the most doesn't always win, and King Cohen is learning that. And what did he do when he found out this team this year, this past season, wasn't going to be any good? He made the decision, obviously along with the others there in the organization, to change course, and spend his money to restock the farm, which was the Mets' biggest weakness, their farm system. Mets don't have a good farm system. Farm system's terrible. Well, he spent money to do so. Innovative. Never been done before. Using his money in ways other than free agency. That's what King Cohen has done. Those are just some of the things. Scherzer and Verlander, two of the biggest stars in the sport over the last you know, two decades or decade, whatever you want to say, he got them to the Mets. Now, didn't work out, ended their career, sure, but he went and got them here. He also was going to go all in on top of that for Carlos Correa, thinking it was the final piece. It wouldn't have been. It would have been a mistake. He got lucky. Mets made the right move to get out of that once they realized the medicals. But he was willing to go all in to make that happen. What more could you possibly want? And even if he does fall short of landing Yamamoto, just know that he wanted Otani, but Otani never wanted them. He wants Yamamoto badly enough. You all know that. And if he doesn't get him, it's not going to be because of anything he could control. It's going to be because of stuff that went on with this franchise before he ever got here. So it's going to hurt if he doesn't get him. It's going to sting, especially if he goes to the Yankees, if you're a Met fan. But just know that King Cohen has your best interest as a Mets fan. And he is going to do whatever is in his power to make this team legitimate and on the level of the Dodgers and Yankees one day, eventually. Not going to happen overnight. Not going to happen in three, five years. Going to take some time. But I still do believe he's going to get Yamamoto. And that is going to be the beginning of of the change in things around here where the Mets will start to be taken seriously on the level with the Yankees and the other top teams. All because of King Cohen. 877-337-6666. Jimmy is calling from Kingston. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Sal. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Jimmy. What's up, dude? Not much, man. I'm kind of trying to compare this DeVito thing to the NHL a little bit. Okay, the kid's local. I get that. I'm also a Notre Dame fan. They got a backup quarterback at, in South Bend right now from northern New Jersey, DeVito's area, whatever. What I'm getting at with the NHL is, is when the Rangers won the Cup in 94, when the Islanders went on their run in the early 80s, when Brodeur was doing his thing in Jersey, did anybody even question if they were where they were from, that they weren't even Americans, half of them? Right. No. They came, they came to the northeast, the New York metropolitan area, and won championships. Okay, um, DeVito's out there, like you said, throwing passes. People are saying, wow, is it cool that he's from nor- the Northeast New Jersey? Yeah, great. What's even cooler than that is he's winning games. Right. Daniel Jones did not win games at the beginning of the year. 
great, won a playoff game last year. It's, it's electric that he's winning, and it's just juicing it up even more that he's from around here. I don't care if he's Irish, Italian, Polish, German, whatever. Right. He's winning. Same thing. That's it. Yeah, I, no, I agree, Jimmy. Very well said, and thank you for the call. That's how I feel about it. I do understand that some people are into where the player is from, what his ethnicity is, whatever, like what his uh, heritage is, nationality. Like, I, I understand that. Me, personally, and I think majority of sports fans, like, how could you be a sports fan and really care about where players are from, where most teams that you root for have such diversity that, like, it shouldn't even matter. It's actually a great thing where you see people from all over the world come together with one common goal to try to win. Whether it's the Rangers in 94, the Islanders of the 80s, or the Devils that you mentioned, wherever, whatever it may be. The Yankees, Dynasties, the Giants, the, the Mets, the Knicks. Like, you got players from everywhere. And I just never cared about where a player was from. Like, is it part of the story? I understand why it's part of the DeVito story. But ultimately, the reason why we're talking about it is because he's having success on the field. And what I'm seeing on the field is better even in just four games and more believable in just these four games than anything that I've seen from Daniel Jones. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. Now, you could say, well, what's that saying? Like, I'm not going to say he's better than Brock Purdy. But he's better than Daniel Jones. It's saying more to me about Daniel Jones than it is DeVito, but I think DeVito deserves some credit. Louis calling from the Bronx. What's up, Louis? Hey, Sal. Let me uh, start this conversation by saying I'm not a Giants fan. Never liked Daniel Jones. I follow the NFL, so I, I, I don't care. But I'm going to tell you that I, I think the Giants need to draft a quarterback. But let me get to something that uh, uh, really bothers me. Earlier in the year, you loved Daniel Jones. Your estimation, he's a top-ten quarterback, never mentioned about the money. He won a playoff game, this and that, everything. You, you, were, on, you were on his side. BT was even telling you, you know, you're crazy. And I called you up one time and told you, I could rattle off 12, 15 guys mm-hmm. in the NFL that are better. You recall this? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay, good. And all I did was get to Sam Howell, who I never said was better than Daniel Jones, but you shot me down and hung up on me because you said, your reasoning, I can't put Sam Howell in front of him. He's only played 10 games in the NFL and everything else. But meanwhile, you want to put this kid ahead of Daniel Jones, who's only played four games in the NFL. So you know what, Sam? You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. No, I'm not the talking reason, out of, Wait I'm a minute, not, uh, No, no, Louie, hold on. Hold, Louis. You get to talk. No, so just no, let me get my thing no, in and Louis, I want to listen to I, I will, but let's have a conversation about yes. it. That yes. is correct. Based off of just four games, I believe DeVito is better with the New York Giants okay. than anything I've seen with Daniel Jones. Me, that's fine. And you got your opinion. That's fine. But my problem here is I just said Sam Howell was closing in on Daniel Jones. And the reason well, why. You're you, right. You Sam, Sam, Howell, Sam Howell's better. Sam no, 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 no. Okay, Sam, please. No, 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 I can't. Please. Oh, I'm telling you, Sam Howell's better. Daniel, okay. Now, remember, Louie, when you said that, this was the beginning of the year. My okay. belief uh, in Daniel. Uh, okay, yes, I understand. Okay, you hold on a second. No, no, it's not about changing opinion. Da- I believed Daniel Jones was going to take the next step that would show he was a top 10 quarterback. He and obviously didn't. Is- not, not only didn't he do that, he got far worse than what he was last year. So there is no leg to stand on when you're talking about Daniel Jones anymore. And, and that's fine. But my problem here is, Sal, okay, the reason why you dismissed me and Sam Howell, who I didn't think was better than Sam- Daniel Jones. I thought he was closing in fast. And your reason behind it was that he only played 10 games in the NFL 
and right. I can't put him ahead right. of him. Right. I couldn't have that. Yes, coming into the year or whatever it was, however many games. the same reason why. Louis, hold on. No, no, no. It's not the same reason why. We were talking about ranking the quarterbacks. If you ask me to rank Tommy DeVito right now, I'm not putting him top 10 or top 15. I'm not doing that. No, no. I'm saying I think he's better than Daniel Jones. Now, now, if you're you're ranking based on what's happened in his career, obviously Daniel Jones has done more. He's been in the league in five years. I'm talking about in compared to Daniel Jones' five years and Tommy DeVito's four games as a starter. I believe Tommy DeVito is better. And and I say, and I say, they got to draft the quarterback and pump the brakes with this kid because he's gonna, he's gonna. He's going to have his, his falls here. You know that. And and you know what, Sean? Well, he, he already has. This, he threw three right, interceptions this is my the only boys. problem, Sean. Listen, this is my only problem. My only problem was the reason why you dismissed me was the 10 games Howell played. And this is this, this is the same thing you're saying about DeVito. You're giving him credit for only four games. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. No, I'm and not, that's why Louis. I'm t- t- how many times do I get I, Louis. Guess what? I don't care what you think, and thank you for the call. I don't care what you think. I'm trying to explain it to you. I said you were right. Sam Howell's better than Daniel Jones. I was wrong. What more do you want me to tell you? I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. It's two different arguments. Then, before the year, we were ranking the quarterbacks, and you were ranking Sam Howell ahead of Daniel Jones, and it wasn't based on anything. Now, I'm saying based off of another year of Daniel Jones, if you go five years with Daniel Jones, he had one good year last year and won a playoff game. We've seen more of Daniel Jones this year where he failed miserably. And I'm just looking at Tommy DeVito saying, I think he's better. I think he's going to be better. You weren't saying you think Sam Howell is going to be better. You were saying that you would rank him higher than Daniel Jones at the moment. Two different things. You cannot rank Tommy DeVito ahead of Daniel Jones based off of what Jones has accomplished so far, but I believe he is going to be better. You're right. It's just four games, small sample size. You could have said you believe Howell's going to be better than Daniel Jones. That's what I'm saying about DeVito. I believe he is and will continue to be better than Daniel Jones. And right now, if I had a pick, I would take Sam Howell over Daniel Jones. I was wrong. What more do you want me to tell you? And I don't care what you think. I don't know what makes you think that, but I don't. Frank is calling from Long Island. What's up, Frank? Hi, how you doing, Sal? Thanks for taking the call. How are you, Frank? Okay, I'm 73, a longtime Giants fan. And I have to agree with some of the sentiment of the previous callers. How would you have evaluated Daniel Jones in his first year in the league? I didn't think he was very good. I thought there were moments where he was okay, but I, I never got on the Daniel Jones hype train. So 25 and 15 as a rookie, you wouldn't say it was pretty good? I thought it was, thought it was okay. I, I just never it's, – it's not just the numbers. Why are you focused on the numbers, Frank? Well, because the first year in the league is generally accepted as being the most difficult because the game is so much faster. Okay, well, how, how did he do after that? Well, you said last year he had a good year. Now, how did he do after that? You, you're missing out okay. a few years in there. Well, what about the owner? What did he say? We've done nothing to help this kid with coaching. Look, look, Frank, Frank, do you believe Daniel Jones is better than Tommy DeVito? Yes or no? I think that's not decided yet. Like the guy said, it's a short window. And let me tell you something. Daniel Jones' shortcomings, to me, have very much resulted because of his running and getting injured. And Tommy DeVito does the same thing. And I saw him lower his shoulder last week. This could all change for him in a game. Oh. 
Of course, nobody's saying that. But I ask you a simple question. Who do you think is a better quarterback? Daniel Jones. Like, you have to have an opinion on it. Daniel Jones or Tommy DeVito. Who's a better quarterback in your opinion? Well, the reality is right now, Tommy DeVito. Okay. Well, thank you. And that's what I'm saying. And thank you for the call, Frank. We appreciate you checking in. Now, if you would have said Daniel Jones, I would have said, fine, but I disagree with that. Daniel Jones has had five years to show us something. And it's not even the numbers. You're getting caught up in the numbers. I'm just sitting back watching these games actually in shock. I'll tell you where it first hit me with DeVito. I bet against him because of Bill Belichick's defense and thinking there's no way an undrafted rookie quarterback is going to beat Bill Belichick's defense. I don't care how bad New England is this year. Now, you could argue if they should have or not. I mean, New England... Their quarterback play is atrocious with Mac Jones at the time. Even Bailey Zappi came in and wasn't any good. They missed a field goal that should have sent it to overtime. But during that game, not only did DeVito look like he belonged, which Bill Belichick has made others see ghosts. He's made others look like they don't belong in the league, which is what I thought was going to happen with Tommy DeVito. It didn't. So not only did he look like he belonged, he made throws that I remember sitting there and I watched it at Stephen Howard Beach's house. He had us over for a football Sunday. We watched the game. I remember sitting there on the couch thinking, Jesus, that was one hell of a throw. DeVito was making good throws and plays that I didn't think he had in him. And furthermore, plays that I haven't seen Daniel Jones make. And that was a few weeks ago. Now the conversation has been furthered after what he did on Monday night. I also didn't think he could run it the way that he did on Monday night. And he was also making impressive throws. And the late comeback. In another game that I did not think the Giants were going to win. Not necessarily just DeVito. I thought the Packers were going to beat him. Hotter, better team. And DeVito was, if not the reason, a primary reason why the Giants came back and won that game. Or at least were in a position to win the game anyway. And then, yes, he was the reason why they did come back and win the game. And Daniel Jones, for years, it's been up and down, up and down. You want to get on me for anything with Daniel Jones? It should be that I changed my mind on him because I felt like I didn't have a choice after him getting the Giants to the postseason a year ago and winning a playoff game. I did not believe they could get to the postseason. I certainly did not think they were going to win a playoff game. And I really had no choice. I didn't believe in Jones at all, but I really had no choice to then believe in him, thinking, hey, you know what? He proved me wrong. He shut me up. He went to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Maybe this is who he is under Brian Dable. And then they brought him more weapons. And then this year was supposed to be a year where he was going to take the next step. Not only did he not take the next step, he regressed to an embarrassing level. And it's not just the offensive line. It's not what's around him. It's the same coaching staff, same system. He looked like he forgot how to play football. And again, he got hurt. Not to mention the injuries, which have been a big part of his career. Then you couple that with what Tommy DeVito has done. Yeah, I know it's a small sample size. Six games, one of them he wasn't allowed to throw it. He's only started four of them. But he's making plays and doing things that I haven't seen Daniel Jones do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In five years, that's how you add up to this. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Cuny, Salicata back on the fan. BT is off today. He'll be back tomorrow. We will play a little game time without Boomer Sizen and without Brandon Tierney coming up next. Pete will test my knowledge here on a pack of cards. Let's see how I can do as I get warmed up for our head-to-head. BT and I are going to go best of seven over the course of the next seven weeks or maybe after the holidays. I don't know because we're off the the Christmas week. Um, so we'll have some fun with that. But we're talking about Tommy DeVito. Oh, I have a stat that I wanted to give you here real quick. Talking about Tommy DeVito, and of course I did mention King Cohen and the Mets and Yankees both pursuing Yamamoto. That is going to change the landscape um, of how things go in this town uh, if one of the teams gets him, you know, as opposed to the other. Now, if the Dodgers get him, it doesn't really change much, but it does hurt the Mets more than it does the Yankees. Tommy DeVito, this is according to NFL stats. And again, I'm not into the numbers. That is no, That is really nothing to do with why I think that Tommy DeVito is better than Daniel Jones. But this does happen to at least back up what I'm saying on, on a, a certain level. Tommy DeVito is the first Giants quarterback to win three straight games with a 100-plus passer rating in each game since Eli Manning in 2014. So does that mean that he can sustain that and keep it up? Absolutely not. And if you're not a believer in DeVito, you're going to say that this is a mirage, that, yeah, it can't be possible, he's not going to do this. You're ignoring what he's doing. I am choosing to believe in what he's doing based on what I'm watching. And then those numbers to me cement that I am correct in what I am seeing is that he's the first Giants quarterback to do this in three straight games since Eli Manning in 2014. Long time ago. There is something special to what he's doing. Is it sustainable is the question. Why I think he's better than Daniel Jones is because what I'm seeing is better than anything I've seen consistently from Daniel Jones in five years. Angelo is calling from Ozone Park. What's up, Angelo? 
Yes, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Angelo? I wish you first a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. You too, Angelo. Happy and Healthy New Year. Merry Christmas. Although okay. it's a little early for that, now but yes, get... I appreciate it. Uh, now, I agree and disagree with things that you said about Daniel Jones and DeVito. I agree that DeVito is a quality quarterback, mm-hmm. period. I said that. I, I thought he should have been the backup when they started the season, and they didn't. That's number one. And the only reason why he's in was because both, both quarterbacks got hurt. Right. Correct. He I would mean, not have been playing. Hey, but that happens a lot. Kurt Warner wouldn't have gotten oh, no, in. I Trent- know that. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm just saying it's not that they put him in because they thought he was you know, You're right. the next step. And and, and to you know, furthermore, but, furthermore, Angelo, they even when he was put in, they didn't let him throw it against the Jets. They didn't trust him. Oh, I thought that was terrible. But that's coaching. That's bad coaching. I don't think the Giants coaching staff is that great. Well, they, I don't care what anybody says. Well, I'm going to disagree with you there, so we'll have another disagreement. They didn't believe well, – the Gi- hold on. Let me just explain this. The Giants at that time in that Jets game didn't think that they had to throw the football with DeVito. They didn't want to take the risk. It was an ugly game, low-scoring game. And by the way, they should have – won the game anyway. So they were kind of right in that regard to not let him throw it and take a chance of losing a game in which they were probably going to win anyway if they just didn't beat themselves. But one of the big reasons why DeVito has had this success is, in fact, because of the Giants coaching staff. Well, I, you know, I, uh, well, they may have changed it now, but what I'm saying is they really, in, in the defense of Daniel Jones, you mentioned that in five years with the Giants, he hasn't shown it. The first three years you could throw out. They had no coaching staff, no wide receivers, no running backs, no nothing. And their offensive right, line this was is what I mean, though. Right, this is what I mean about the excuses. Okay, throw out his first three years. Sure. Well, I'm willing to do that. Right. Fine. Now, yeah. last year, last mm-hmm. year, let's go over last year. Didn't Daniel Jones win seven games? If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have won seven games. Daniel Jones was the primary reason the Giants were able to get to the playoffs, and he was the reason why they were able to win a playoff game in Minnesota. However, even with that, there were significant limitations where he did it mostly running, which he's never going to be able to sustain that level of running the football because he can't stay healthy anyway. He was supposed to this year build off of that and start throwing the football with the new weapons that he had. Not only didn't he do yeah, that, but, he regressed. But he had no he had no offensive line. He was three or four guys in his face how, almost on every pass play. How they how the Giants do week one against the Cowboys? Terrible. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Jones was the quarterback there. The Giants were healthy going into that game. They they got their asses kicked. Daniel but their Jones, offensive line was still bad. It wasn't good. Now, yeah, but but Angelo, it's it's basically the same team right now with DeVito. And again, I know that they added Pew and that helped out. And I know Thomas is back well, right now. Well, that's what I wanted to mention. They changed two offensive linemen when both quarterbacks got knocked out. Look, here's the thing, Angelo. It's been years, and thank you for the call. It's been years of excuses for Daniel Jones. It's been years of excuses. Tommy DeVito has done more in four games as a starter to make me believe in him than anything Daniel Jones has done in five years. Because even when Jones was successful last year, even when he had success getting the Giants improbably to the postseason, beating the Minnesota Vikings... Even with that success, I still didn't really ever believe that he was legit. I thought he was going to take a next step this year. And by the way, you look around at the quarterback play. You know, when we talked about top 12 or top 10 or top 15, whatever it was, 
it it was really more of an addendum on the quarterback player on the league. And you look at it now, it's even worse than we thought with guys dropping like flies. Look at the quarterbacks around the league. So it wasn't about my belief in Jones being a top guy. It was two things. One, the success he had last year. Two, anticipating that they were going to throw the football more this year. And three, the lack of quality quarterbacks around the league. The lack of quality quarterbacks around the league still is a thing. However, Daniel Jones not only didn't build off of what he did a year ago, he regressed. Joe is on Long Island. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, Sal? How you doing, buddy? Good, Joe. How are you, man? Good, man. So I was trying to get through yesterday, and honestly, I can't listen to these Yankee fans slandering you, Sal. I'm a diehard Met fan just like you. King Cohen is the king. Um, I am getting nervous with the Yamamoto thing, but it is the big fish we have to land. For the Yankee fans saying that, oh, New York's not a destination, look at the signs in the last three or four years. And you know what? With the Scherzer-Verlander thing, you know what? He he ate it. He bought a farm system. We got a nice system coming up. We just got to make the big move. I think it's going to happen. If it's not Yamamoto, maybe it's Snell, maybe it's Corbin Burns. We're going to get it figured out. But I believe in King Cohen, and I believe in what the Mets are doing. And Sal, when they call, when they get Yamamoto, I'm going to call back. We'll enjoy what a nice nice surf side. Oh, you, baby, I love it, Joe. On me. You got my word, and thank you for the call. Surf sides on me when King Cohen gets Yamamoto. While supplies last. Limited quantities available. Gotta check my fridge. Here's the thing. It's, it's not, and again, I tried to say this at 11 o'clock. I'll just reiterate it here quickly. It's not my belief, blind belief, in a hapless Mets organization. This is legitimate belief for legitimate reason, in King Cohen. Because of what he's done. They may not get Yamamoto, and that's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt me than most. But they will respond eventually. If not this year, next year. Like, I firmly believe that they're going to be in play for Juan Soto. Especially if they don't get Yamamoto. But even if they do, I think they're going to be in play for him. But if they don't get him, Yamamoto, watch out. You have to believe in Steve and what he's done here. Now, you can also say, well, what has he done? The record is what... Yeah, you're right. The Mets haven't won squat. They haven't won a division. Haven't won a wild card round. They won 101 games now two seasons ago. The results may vary, but that's not why I believe in them. I don't believe in the blind results one year from the next. I believe that King Cohen is building this thing the right way from the ground up and will continue to do whatever it takes for the Mets to get on par, if not become better than the Yankees or the Dodgers or anybody else. The Braves, the Phillies, going to take time. He's learning as we go, but he'll get there. Now, the results have to follow at some point, whether it's landing Yamamoto, whether it's just winning games, getting into the postseason, sustained success. It has to follow. But I believe that it will under the ownership of King Cohen. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Now time for Game Time Without Boomer Esiason with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. And it's also without Brandon Tierney who is off today. He'll be back tomorrow as he travels to uh, Florida for Colts tournament. So he's going to have some fun with that, but we'll have BT tomorrow. So for today, it's Hoff sitting in the BT chair. Hoff, you will play the role of me, who normally takes the lead on this stuff. i got to say I like being in control, so it's a little weird not having a pack of cards in my hand. But you will open up a pack of 1988 Topps cards, and we will see how I do here uh, as I warm up to go head-to-head with BT. He beat me last time. i got to take him down and really... Really put it to him and destroy his ego in this. Okay, right. Not for nothing. He wasn't that impressive last time either. Versus Correct. you. So I think you have. You can once you get into the rhythm. You actually did. Have a really did good you? Shot. Well, it does depend on the pack. And did you notice how as soon as BT started getting some wrong, he's like, "Oh, I don't like this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's boring. Right. Yeah, 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 let's he's move a, on. <laughs> he's a he's a bully. Uh, game time without former size and player. When things are going well, he loves it. When they're not, uh, he'll go away. All right, what do we got? All right, so here we go. First of all, I just want everyone to hear this. Like there that's that's mm-hmm. opening. You're not gonna a eat fresh... that gum. No, I'm definitely. Yeah, okay. I almost. Died last yeah, time, uh, but this is a fresh, openly new pack. So, smell it. Is, oh my! Smell, do you smell the gum, uh, dude? Up? It's brown. Yeah, it's last <laughs> time it was pink. This is brown. Oh, forget Ooh, don't about eat that. Well, this card is done. All right, here we go. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> 1988 mm-hmm. tops. Mm-hmm. Terry Francona. Oh, jeez. Um, I know '86 was Cleveland. Um. What year is this again? 88. 88. Yeah, I'm going to guess Cleveland. Close. The Reds. Ohio. Shoot, I should have mm. known that. All right, go ahead. Close. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, Ohio. Get it. John, John, John Moses. <clears throat> Outfielder. Uh, Am I allowed to give a hint like that or no? N- n- no, you shouldn't say that. Oh. John Moses. I'll take it back. It's not an outfielder. Yeah. <laughs> John Moses. Uh, I, I'm guessing here, Blue Jays. No, yeah. Mar- Mariners. Oh, close. That was actually close. Blue. Okay, good. Ugh, give me. Barry Larkin. The Reds, of course. Okay, congratulations. Ding, 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 hey, they, they all count. Good. Just shows you the <laughs> randomness of it. Andy Hawkins. Padres. Boom. Okay. There we go. Two in a row. Joe McGrain. Cardinals? Bull. Okay, here we Three go. Three in a row. Someone's on fire. Yeah. Lee Ilya. Oh, geez. Uh, is it a manager's card? Yes, it is a manager's card. Well, is he with the Cubs at that point? 
No. Oh, crap. I remember he, I only know Lee Elia because of the famous rant that he had against the Cub fans. What team was he with? <laughs> the Phillies. Ah. Oh, very nice. Damn though. it. Spike would have gotten that Did one. I say that name right? Elia? You could, if it's a manager, you could say manager's card. Okay. Anyway, okay. Good. Dave Bergman. Dave Bergman. First team that came to my mind is the Pirates, so I'll guess them. No. Okay. Never who, played for the Pirates. Who is it? Uh, Tigers played for the Yankees, mm, Astros, Giants. No, I should have Giants, known that Tigers. one because yeah. we had that one with the BT. That, the oh. name does sound familiar. BT gets that. What are we out of here? Three out of how many so Three far? Three out of uh, seven. Three okay. out of seven. Make sure Not you terrible. keep count. Okay, good. Not terrible. Larry Parrish. Uh, Phillies. No? The Rangers. Uh, what year was, did Parrish play with the uh, Rangers? There, Give me the back of the card. He was with the Rangers from 82 to 80, 87. And then... Then after that, what? What else? Oh, that's it on there. That's oh, okay. So maybe he had he expos ex- from '74 to '81. Oh, okay, I'll look that yeah. up after. I feel like I don't know why I thought Phillies there. All right, I don't know. If this, this is a collector's edition card, so we'll move that to the side. Yeah. Uh, let's go, John Shelby. 1988 tops. John Shelby. It's got to be the Dodgers. Boom. Okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, the record breakers we don't do right. No, don't do but, record breakers. But just for 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 note, it is a Ricky Henderson and Don Manning. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So A's and Yankees. Let me <laughs> be the, oh, put him and tack him on. He wants the card BT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. No, that I'm, sa- I'm saving that for BT. <laughs> put that in the office on the other pile of crap that he's left back there. I don't want <laughs> Bob Walk. That's got to be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Boom. Okay. Wow, look at that face. Gorgeous. Oh, look at that picture. <laughs> okay. Mike Kruko. Is it Kruko or Kruko? Kruko. It is San Francisco Giants. Boom. Yeah, look baby. All right, we're rolling here. So that's we, six so far, I think, we got, right? We got two more left. You're separating the piles? I guess. I'm, okay. I'm doing that's my how job, I do I it. I like to, I'm a control freak. <laughs> Usually I have... You know, the, the successful pile one on one here, side. Here, you the gum. Look no, at that thing. No, throw Dude, that, that out. Is I, so don't even nasty. touch it. It's going to bring mold in here. That's <laughs> disgusting. All right, you got two left. Yeah. Frank Tanana. Frank Tanana. Um, I'm going to say Tigers. Boom. Yeah, Look at that. baby. Look at that. All right, one more. Well, give me the back of that card. What years? So, Angels from 73 to, to 80. Right. Red Sox, 81. Rangers, 82 to 85. Then t- Tigers, he got traded, I guess, midseason to 85. Tigers to, I okay, guess, current. Okay, there you go. All right, good. Date. All right, uh, this is another manager. Mm-hmm. John Wathan. Royals. Boom. Boom! Wow! Oh, BT, Hold I'm on. coming for you! Hold on a second. Let's go. Yeah, One, one. Okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight right out of... 13. 8 out of 13. 8 out of 13. That is good. Oh, why can't he be here today? See, why couldn't I get that pack last time? I would have taken his ass down. Guess who's getting a, uh, a message of this uh, podcast audio? 8 of 13, <laughs> BT. Take that. I'm just getting hot. I'm coming for you. Not only are the Mets going to get Yamamoto, I'm taking you down in game time. Best of seven <sighs> starting next week. Let's if we go. decide. If not, it's going to be after the new year. All right. Thanks, Hop. We appreciate it. That was Game Time Without Boomer Sizing and BT. And I performed well, baby. Oh, that feels good. when you Now I know why BT gets so excited. 8 out of 13 off. You didn't think I had it in me. I know you didn't. You doubted me. All right, let's get back to the calls. Tom is in suffering. What's up, Tom? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Tom? Um, good. As a former baseball card collector, I freaking love the baseball card thing you guys do. Thank you. Um, We're having fun with it. We try to have some fun. 
Yeah, no doubt. Only eat the pink. I, I say <laughs> only eat the pink. Uh, with Tommy DeVito and Daniel Jones, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I was a Daniel Jones guy. I believed, like you, coming after last season, he was going to take the next step and, and be a more prolific thrower. That didn't happen for a variety of reasons. But, yeah, Tommy DeVito has passed all these early tests. And what impresses me the most, probably, with him is that each week he's, like, improving. It's like the next step. Like, now his pocket presence is better. He's delivering on uh, uh, balls when the pocket's collapsing around him. But here's the thing, and it's going to be fun to watch, is as the book, the defensive book is written on him, and they collect all that data and they apply that data, little homage to Sal, um, then we're going to see if he can adjust. Because the defenses are going to adjust to him. They're going to learn. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and and look, he went up against a good defense in Dallas and didn't have a very good game, Tom. And you're like, nobody's getting nuts here, and thank you for the call. Nobody's getting nuts saying he is going to be Brock Purdy or Tom Brady. But if you think about what we've seen from Daniel Jones or even Zach Wilson, if you want to bring him into it, we haven't even seen this level of success. So get to this level, and then, yeah, the adjustments, and then figuring out how he's going to do it. And I understand why people would doubt that. Well, they're going to make adjustments. Well, I'm sure they made adjustments on Brock Purdy as well. Well, how'd he do? So it is possible, correct me if I'm wrong, it is possible that Tommy DeVito can then in turn make adjustments and still be a good quarterback. I mean, the film is out there now. I know it's just been four games, but still. The Eagles are going to be a difficult challenge. I think the Aints this weekend are going to be a tough challenge. New Orleans is a good defensive team. But it doesn't mean that if Tommy DeVito goes out there and throws three picks and the Giants lose, that all of a sudden, to me, I stop believing in him. I want to see him respond after that. I believe DeVito's legit. How legit? Time will tell. I mean, I'm not Sal Stradamus. I cannot, in fact, tell the future. But neither can you. And the only reason why everybody's doubting him is because of where he came from. The fact that he wasn't drafted. The fact that it's so unbelievable. But I guarantee you, and I raised my hand. I was going to say, I guarantee you, people didn't believe he would even have this level of success. But he has. And I'm one of the people who doubted him. Mark is calling from Clark, New Jersey. Mark? Hey, good morning, Sal. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you, buddy? Good, good. So we had spoken back. Um, at the beginning of the season, you know, when you were doing your, your quarterback list and where Jones ranked. And I, I think we both agreed that he was in the top 10, let's, and let's say, at that time. Um, that was based on a successful season last year. But I'll tell you one thing. With, with watching DeVito these last four weeks or five weeks, whatever you want to say, he, he's actually kept my interest on, this, on the game the entire game. Prior to that, I'm turning the game off in the first quarter, halftime, no interest. This guy is decisive in the pocket. He's hitting his receivers where they need to be, and, and he's giving juice to a team that had no juice. Um, I'm with you where I, think I can't stand all the, the back and forth with the Italian stuff and all that. It, it, it's ridiculous, and, and quite frankly, it's, it's dumb. It's, agreed. It's not, I don't find it funny. I think it's way too – I'm with you. I just think it's flat no, out I dumb. Mean, like, like you say, his play on the field is what, what should matter. I, it's awesome that he's a hometown guy, a Don Bosco guy. But when push comes to shove, it's his play on the field. We're going to see where he's at in the next couple of weeks. Like you just mentioned, the Eagles games are going to be tough, and we'll find out what, what he's made of this week down in New Orleans against that defense. But 
I'm on your side. I think that, you know, the, the Giants have a big question mark going into the offseason, what they're going to do at the quarterback position. You know, it's going to be hard with Jones making as much money as he ha- he is. But I honestly think from just this little sample size that, that DeVito could be our, our Brock Purdy or, or Tom Brady. That's exactly right, and thank you for the call, Mark. And I know what people are thinking. Oh, they cringe at the, at the mention of Tom Brady. Nobody's saying he's going to be the greatest quarterback ever. But to your point, he could be our, the Giant fans' version of that. Not to the levels of success that Brady had, or maybe not even Brock Purdy, but why can't he come out of nowhere unexpectedly have success and be the Giants' franchise quarterback? Right now, he hasn't given you any reason to believe otherwise, and you nailed it, Mark. Not about the numbers, It's not about how many points they're putting up. It's about watching him play the position. He is refreshing to watch play the quarterback position and is having success here just four games in as a starter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.